lonely, feeling kind of horny, want to hear a story, what's going on? Hey there Betty, looking kind of sweaty, are you ready for what's coming next? Is it love or lust? Love and Lust, episode 9. Evie and Mark's Big Adventure was written by Stephanie Kazows and voiced by Marie Babic, Duchess, Dave Goddard, Ian McGowan, Alexa Moore, Ian Tucker, John Venagoni, and Liz Zirkel. The main theme was composed and sang by Farty Marty, and additional music was provided by Ian McGowan. Love and Lust is brought to you by Calamity Cast, online at calamitycast.com, produced by Daniel Williams and Liz Zirkel, and co-created by Stephanie Kazows, Duchess, and Liz Zirkel. While the rest of their friends chatted and drank more than was really prudent, Evie and Mark slipped to the back of the crow's nest. Huh, it's a lot smaller than I remember. And a lot grodier than I hoped. Ugh, this is not gonna work. Grabbing Mark's hand, Evie pulled him from the cramped space and back up to the bar. She tried to pull him towards the back exit, away from their friends, but Mark stopped following her. What? Shouldn't we say goodbye? Evie smiled at the big goober. Look at this one with his manners. <laughs> nah, it's cool. But I... Don't worry, Irish goodbyes are kind of my thing. Mark was torn. He, of course, wanted to follow this tornado of a woman to wherever she deemed appropriate to finally get naked. But he and his bros always said goodbye. I, I just... I promise to text them as soon as we make it to the next stop. Deal? All right, lead the way. Evie grinned and pulled Mark out the back door and onto the patio. The tables were packed and a haze of cigarette smoke settled around the patrons. When Evie looked back at Mark, she found him frowning as he covered his mouth. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. It's just a lot of smoke. Can can we get out of here? Sure. The couple moved down the stairs and out to the parking lot. Mark was taking deep, clean breaths, trying to forget the stench from the bar. He wondered how, in 2018, people still smoked. The cigarettes really bothered you, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a personal choice, but I gotta keep these lungs clean and clear if I want to be in peak physical condition, you know? What a dork. Evie was not used to this clean-cut variety of male. Mark was certainly a different breed of man. Sure. Uh, what about the alcohol? Huh. <laughs> cheat day, babe. Sometimes you have to treat yourself. Mark walked closer to Evie. Her hand brushed against his, and he took the opportunity to link their fingers. Evie looked up at him with a sly smile and her finger squeezed his. Mark had no idea where she was taking them, but honestly, he didn't care. Evie didn't know where she should take Mark. She knew eventually her bed, but she was kind of enjoying just being around the dude. That was totally lame, right? Uh, we could go into orbit if you want to play a little pinball? Nah, I'm kind of done with the bar scene tonight. Okay, so what do you want to do? Shit, Mark was at a loss. He tried to think of interesting things he could show her, but was coming up short. Their stroll began to slow as they approached a small pavilion. Mark spotted his solution. Hey, a piano. Do you play? No. Do you? A little. Evie watched as her buff companion sat down in front of the rainbow-painted piano. Mark poked at a few keys, his face cringing a bit at the out-of-tune notes. Then he burst into a song, and Evie was shocked. A little my ass. <laughs> I might have taken a few lessons as a kid. My mom always said it was important to be well-rounded. Yeah, your mom was right. Mark silently thanked his mom for forcing him into music lessons. Besides his bod, his ability to play music got him the most female attention. His fingers faltered when Evie's hands began to run over his shoulders. It felt a little too nice. Evie wasn't sure what was hotter. The way Mark could play the piano or the feel of his muscles under her fingertips. She could feel every dip and ridge of his abs as her hand smoothed down the front of his shirt. Resting her chin on his shoulder, she kissed the shell of his ear. 
His fingers stopped playing altogether. Let's head back to my place. Uh, sounds good. Evie pulled away to allow Mark to stand. Taking a deep breath, her perfume overwhelmed him. Even her smell got him drunk. The night was turning out better than he could have ever imagined. With little space between them, Evie pulled her cell out to book a rideshare. But shit! She found her phone dead. 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 Fuck. What's up? My phone's dead. Can you get the Uber? Yeah. Mark slid his phone from his back pocket and shook his head with a laugh. <laughs> Looks like we need to find a charger. Great. Evie gazed up into Mark's clear blue eyes and got distracted from the task at hand. All the shots were catching up with her, and she just needed a little taste to tide her over until they got home. Closing the gap between them, Evie pulled Mark's face down to hers and pressed her lips into his. Man, Evie could kiss. Her tongue snuck out and brushed against his bottom lip. When Mark's tongue tentatively responded, Evie's body sagged against his with a sigh. Catching her hips in his hands, he pulled her small frame into him. Soft curves pressed against hard planes. He felt her fingernails scratch at the base of his neck, and his hold tightened. Just when he was ready to show the community piano another kind of action, Evie pulled her lips away. Mmm, let's get that charger and get home. Evie watched as Mark's eyes pulled open to half-mast. He brushed his thumb against her bottom lip as his eyes pinned her in place. In that moment, she was ready to do whatever he said. You know, uh, Jack's house is just like a ten-minute walk from here. He'll have a charger for sure. Evie only nodded, her eyes never leaving Mark's face. He needed to get her to a bed, and fast. With renewed purpose, Mark tugged Evie's hand and started towards Jack's house. Uh, so, fitness and music, any other interests? Uh, I do some volunteering at a no-kill animal shelter. Really? What, a hottie can't be an animal lover? Yeah, it's not that, it's just, you're kind of a weird dude, you know? Mark wasn't surprised by what Evie was saying, but he couldn't help but feel a little disappointed. No one ever took him seriously. (laughs) I guess so. What about you? So far, all I know about you is that you live with Maggie and that you love shots. Well, I dance in a burlesque troupe, and that takes up quite a bit of my time. I thought you had a dancer's bod. You know, I could get you to the next level of flexibility and strength. Uh, you've never even seen me move. You don't know how flexible I am. Mark stopped walking in the middle of the sidewalk. His eyes took their time scanning her body. You're right. I'll give you a full assessment later. (laughs) Evie rolled her eyes and Mark broke into a fit of laughter. She couldn't believe that she was actually scrambling to get this meathead in bed. But she couldn't deny Mark had a certain something-something going on. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't help it. I'm just just fucking with you. Mm -hmm. Shit. Way to be lame, Mark. His mind scrambled for a way to redeem himself from such a terrible pickup line? No, it wasn't even good enough to be called that. Finally pulling out of his shame spiral, he watched her shapely butt quickly walk down the street the wrong way. Uh, hey, you're going the wrong way! Stopping in the middle of the street, Evie turned to face the big goon chasing after her. Maybe you should save the cheap jokes and get us to a charger and maybe a place where we won't get arrested for indecent exposure. Yes, ma'am. Grabbing her hand, Mark pulled Evie in the right direction. Every so often, Evie squeezed his fingers and he would swing their joined hands. Mark wasn't sure if it was the booze in his system, but he was having one fan-fucking-tastic night. What? Huh? You keep staring at me. Do I have something on my face? Evie rubbed a smudge black gunk from under her eyes. Great. She was full-on raccoon. It's not that. I I was just thinking about how weird it is that it took Maggie and Jack meeting for our paths to cross. I mean, I date, you date, but somehow we missed each other in the pretty limited St. Louis singles pool. Huh. I guess we can thank those terrible dates from the night they met. I wonder if we can look at their match history and said fruit baskets. It took Evie a minute to realize she was the only one laughing. I don't think they have that kind of information on those apps, but I know a guy that could probably- Wait, what? I was 
was just... <laughs> Kidding, I know. You're a little too good at that dumb bit, dude. Eh, keeps expectations down, you know? Mark bumped Evie's shoulder and smiled down at her. He felt more comfortable with this small wonder than he had with anyone in a while. Jack and he were best friends, but even with him, Mark felt the need to fulfill a role. Jack was such an uptight dude. Mark was his relief, and he was okay with that. But he wanted Evie to know him. Blurg. Weird. Huh. Maggie had told Evie all about Jack's meathead friend, but in their short time together, he had proven to be much more than that. Evie almost laughed with the realization that Mark had layers. So much for a simple dude to hook up with. Mark lifted their joined hands and pointed towards a cute little bungalow up the block. We're here. Hmm, the lights are off. Mark looked at Evie and her forehead was scrunched up. Don't worry, Jack leaves the back door unlocked. Thank God, I have to pee and... Well, yeah. Evie followed Mark around the side of the house. When they got to the back door, she could hear the baffle howls of what must be John the dog. Turning the handle, Mark was faced with a first. Jack's door was locked. Shit, that's just weird. Dude never locks his back door, especially on a drinking night. Well, fuck. Mark started to bang on the door. Nothing. It seemed like no one was even home. Of course, the night he actually needed to get into Jack's house, he was locked out. Here, let me try. Evie had been locked out of her apartment more times than was reasonable. Taking out her old student ID, she started to slide it into the crack of the door. You trying to bribe the house or something with your student ID? What are you doing? Just give me a sec. Completely transfixed on Evie, Mark watched as she worked the card until, eventually, she was able to turn the handle. They were in! Whoa! You're amazing! Mark kicked the door closed and collected Evie in his arms. Walking her backward, he pressed her against the kitchen island. His kisses were hard and demanding. He wanted no confusion as to where this night was ending. At first, Evie was slow to respond, but soon enough, she was turning them and pushing Mark against the hard countertop. When Mark opened his eyes, he was greeted with the wonderful sight of Evie pulling her shirt over her head. His hands reached out to pull her back to him when the overhead light flicked on. Thanks for listening. Help others find our show by rating and reviewing on iTunes. Check out CalamityCast.com for even more content. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to get in touch and let us know how we're doing. If Discord's your thing, join our server. If you like what you hear and you want to help keep the lights on, consider becoming a regular CalamityCast contributor on Patreon. Or if you'd like to make a one-time donation, you can do so at paypal.me forward slash CalamityCast. We appreciate your support and your donations truly make a difference. Well, this is cozy. John Jack? Evie stood shirtless in the middle of a sleek, modern kitchen, Mark's hands just missing her hips, and John's eyes struggling to remain looking above her neck. A small noise from behind John drew Evie's gaze. Angela? Hey, dude. Uh, funny seeing you here. A very disrobed Angela walked around John. So that's why the door was unlocked. Uh Uh-huh. Pancakes? Angel held out a towering stack of golden flapjacks, and Evie almost forgot about the implications of this situation. (laughs) Whoa, don't try to distract me with pancakes. Are you getting some sweet twin action? Maybe fewer questions and more pancakes. Evie snagged the plate from Angela and shooed her from the room. Please get out and get yours. I never want to be a killjoy. Well, as long as we have your blessing... 
What about you, Mark? Any questions, comments, concerns? Mark surveyed the destroyed kitchen and shrugged. Nah, I mean, I'd clean up this mess before Jack gets home or dude will blow a gasket. Otherwise, be safe and be giving. Mark bowed to the scantily clad couple and stole a bite of pancakes from the fork posed in front of Evie's mouth. Hey, get your own! <laughs> John didn't give me a plate. Come on, sharing is caring after all. I guess we've been dismissed. I guess so. Leave it to John to make himself at home at Jack's place. Mark knew tomorrow would be a twin reckoning when Jack caught sight of his kitchen. Hell, his bedroom if the sound starting up down the hall were anything to go by. Mark hoped he'd be able to swing by and catch the fireworks in the morning. But that was all dependent on the woman wolfing down pancakes like she would never eat again. You're gonna charge your phone or what? You just want all the pancakes for yourself. Evie shrugged. He wasn't wrong, but she also wanted to get home. It was nearly two in the morning, and alcohol plus the carbs were making her sleepy. Mark went to retrieve the charger from the living room. From down the hall, he could hear furniture moving and stifled moans. Damn, John. That should have been them. Lucky bastard. Shaking off the disappointment, he plugged his phone in and plopped down on the couch. Really? You're gonna watch Pawn Stars right now? What? I'm waiting for my phone to turn on, and the bedroom is occupied. Evie tilted her head toward the hallway. A small smile pulling at her lips. They're being so quiet. As Evie moved towards Mark, his body straightened. Could you be that quiet? Mark swallowed loudly as Evie knelt in front of him. Her lips pulled into an innocent smile. It looked like she was about to do anything other than go down on him. Her small fingers brushed down his legs to his knees. Parting them, she scooted up, his legs moving even wider to accommodate her. Mark could feel his cheeks blushing. He tried to calm himself down by taking deep breaths. That only made Evie's smile widen. You look a little nervous, Mark. No, uh, no, I'm fine. You sure? Uh, absolutely. And then he gave her a thumbs up. Wow. She could see why Jack and Mark were best friends. They were both goobers. Evie laughed as she quickly unbuttoned his jeans. All humor was gone when she got a peek at what Mark was working with. Dude clearly stayed clear of steroids. She silently thanked Maggie for bringing this beautiful specimen of manhood into her life. Evie's eyes popped up from Mark's crotch and he bit his lip. When her hands began moving on him, he sucked in a breath and his eyes closed. Everything about Evie was warm and soft. When Evie's tongue swiped across his head, Mark's hips jerked a bit. Eyes open. Eyes open. Just as Evie's mouth slid down his length, his phone blared every notification at him. A second later, the bedroom door flew open and Mark heard another door slam. Then, the sweet sounds of vomit. Well, damn. Sounds like John Jack can't handle his booze and banging. Evie saw Angela coming down the hallway. Usually, Evie had a strict, if you don't want to see, don't look policy. But Mark seemed a little bit more reserved than her regular bedfellows, so she grabbed a throw pillow and put it on his lap. Evie, put your shirt on. Mark thought no boner thoughts while he watched Evie walk back into the kitchen. Angela plopped down next to him and grabbed the controller. I think I'm dying. Pawn stars. Oh god, I'm dying. All Mark could do is shrug. Damn, from blowjobs to girl talk. He snatched his phone up to get a car. They needed to be anywhere but here. Evie came back into the living room, pulling her shirt back over her head. What's your address? Ah, time to go? I think so. Evie gave Mark her address, and he left the room mumbling about getting a bottle of water. <laughs> so... Oh, God. What? Oh, well, before John Jack became a goddamn vomit volcano, Mark was getting a patented Evie blowjob. Now I just hope we can get to my place before I'm too tired to function sexually. A ding from his cell phone let him know the driver had arrived. Mark quickly herded Evie to the waiting ride, not even bothering with goodbyes. He'd see John later, and Angela? Well, she stopped Evie from completing the task at hand, or in this case, mouth. 
The car ride was tense. Mark kept watching the passing street signs as if he could speed up their imminent arrival. As soon as Evie had the door open, Mark was on her. Clothes went flying through the living room. Evie's ass knocked over the side table right as they rounded the corner to the kitchen. Somehow, they made it to her bed. Mark sprawled out on top of the comforter, and Evie let a delightful sigh. You really are pretty. Thanks. Now please come over here. Now was not the time for coy games, but Evie seemed intent on teasing Mark. She slowly prowled to him. Losing all patience, Mark snatched her and pulled her down to the bed. In a matter of seconds, she was on her back and he was between her legs. Sneaking his tongue out, he grazed over her barely clad sex. Oh. This whole night had been an exercise in stop and go. A small part of the back of Evie's mind waited for another interruption. As Mark pulled her panties down and his mouth became more persistent, Evie realized none would come and gave in to Mark's expert tongue. I just, oh God. Mark was pulling out all the stops. His tongue twirled, his teeth grazed. As Evie writhed under him, he felt her body tensing. When her thighs finally loosened and went wide, Mark smiled in victory. It took a second to register when Evie had heard through the wall. But when she did, oh man, Jack did not just say I love you while he was orgasming. Mark didn't seem too worried as his fingers worked to get her ready for him. And that's just the warm-up, babe. Sex five. Bro? Mark was focused, in the zone. But Jack's yell took him away from the beautiful woman in front of him. What a weird morning. Sup, dude? Jack, is that you? This is not happening. Why the hell didn't we go back to your place? Hey, big boy, pay attention to me and give me that dick. This has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit calamitycast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.